in today's podcast, we're going to be talking with the worship team about a new song called King of Kings mm-hmm. and how we're going how, and also how you guys are sharing the load of leading. So mm-hmm. I'm Doug Porter. I'm the technology manager. We have Paul Seymour, who is pastor of Music Ministries. Curtis is actually the director of Young Adults, mm-hmm. but also helps with music, mm-hmm. sings, um, plays keyboard. Is that all you can play? Mm-hmm. And then Luke, <laughs> Luke is an intern, and he uh, grew up here at Sailorville and is off at Cedarville, but come back for uh, the summer, Cedarville. right? And he plays everything. He does. He plays everything. All the things. You're learning, you're learning electric right now, right? Right. Yeah, I, I saw am. you up there with Paul. He yeah. plays main stage. If they can make a I sound, he can play it probably. Can you play drums? Cannot play drums. Oh, Paul can play drums. I know. It's got me. It's your definition of play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you going to Cedarville for? Uh, majoring in worship. So basically, training to be a Paul. All right. Training that to be a Paul. That's a scary thought. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, just training like worship leading, theology behind worship, mm-hmm. uh, private lessons in vocals and keyboard. So, Will you be able to go music? back to college in the fall? I will. Going back. <laughs> so they're open, August, huh? With yep. the new Chick-fil-A. With the new Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be oh, sweet. Dude. Two stories. Chicken minis every morning. That, that might <laughs> cause people to actually choose Cedarville. Yeah. I, would, I would never know. <laughs> it comes down to one I'm choice. I'm surprised Joe Backey's not like, <laughs> oh, I might switch. <laughs> one for meal a day. Okay, so speaking of Luke, okay, so the, you guys have been sharing the lead yep. up, mm-hmm. up on stage today. Mm-hmm. So this week was like super crazy. We had... Paul playing electric instead of leading, but Curtis leading vocally, but mm-hmm. you were leading the band. Like, how does that work? Mm. Yeah, so uh, this was kind of Luke's. He has, like, some projects for his internship, basically, and the first one was just kind of running the entire thing. I knew he could do it because he's done stuff before with youth group and leading the band up there, but we basically say, I basically told Luke, you know, Wednesday night rehearsals, and we have our rehearsals, so 7.30 Wednesday nights. I said, you plan it, you pick the songs, you, you know, you pick the people, you think about the arrangements, and so he has his notes up there with, you know, drums come in here and bass come in here. He was responsible for all of that, and uh, I have to sort of, you know, bite my tongue sometimes because I'm used to being that, and mm-hmm. Curtis is sometimes too, you know where, um, you know, I have an idea, like Luke's saying something and I'm going, oh, this would be mm-hmm, cool, but mm-hmm. uh, I better, I'm going to let, let Luke do it because he's learning the ropes and he's doing a great job, did yeah. an awesome job this week. Um, but he was basically in charge of putting it all together. Curtis was leading vocally, mm-hmm. but Luke was actually on a mic kind of talking into our ears and telling us, you know, hey, here comes the bridge or mm-hmm. Paul, that was a sweet electric guitar solo. And, and never, said <laughs> never said that. But uh, he was kind of the band leader. So that's that was his function yesterday. He did an awesome job and just put everything together, transitions, all that stuff. Super smooth. So when your mom says, I can't hear Luke in the speakers, it's because you were actually <laughs> just talking about the band. To be right, right. That wasn't my role. Yeah. yeah. So did he do anything you feel like different or like edgy or like new bring to the table or what was different about him? Well, the whole concept of him being a talkback is kind of new to us. We haven't really done that a lot. And it really helps as a band give a lot of confidence, especially as a leader. When you're up there, for me, singing, the whole band's behind me, to know that Luke is saying, okay, bridge, for that one person who might have forgot. So like live, he's doing that. Right. For that one person who maybe forgot the bridge is next, Mm. there's that confidence booster to bring that back kind of to the to square one or like oh yeah we're all, it just as a leader there's a lot more confidence if that yeah. makes sense yeah a lot of people use technology like programs mm-hmm. like ableton live and things like that where it has built you build your tracks up yeah. and it has built in okay chorus two yeah. three, does our click four. do that uh, we just have a click we just okay. run a click a, an app called tempo 
Um, but uh, it's, it's basically, it gives us a count in and a tempo. Mm -hmm. So everything else, because we kind of want to have the freedom without all the, the technology kind of keeping us to a certain arrangement, it's nice to have someone like Luke or Curtis or whoever does that going, you know, bridge, two, three, four, or something when something goes terribly wrong, you know, we're off the click or something like or that. Or the lyrics messed up yesterday. Yeah. Twice. Twice. So you have a talk back as well back in the booth. And when you can say, oh, the lyrics are off, mm -hmm. it yeah. helps us. Yep. There's, there's time, I mean, like yesterday, I, I think we're close enough that I knew you knew when all of your screens went black, there's a problem and I'm standing in a different spot. So yeah, I just kind of knew you, thankfully it happened in between songs. Mm -hmm. so. And the second, but the second time Josh actually did in our ears say oh, the lyrics he? are down, okay. mm -hmm. which it, it will happen to be right during the brand new song. Yeah. So that was helpful. I think for Mara to know, Oh, I need to sing out maybe yeah. a little bit stronger. Not that. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And help to make us look like we know what we're doing. Because <laughs> yeah, that's the we're goal. We're just going to introduce this to you before you <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I was like, I'm back there going, please add that. Please add that. Uh, speaking of Josh, okay, yeah. so Josh is running sound like mm -hmm. instead of me because he's trying to stay up on his game and learn and all that stuff. So, and then like the interns have been running youth group. Explain why Sable does that with letting him uh, mm. first year in college, right? And, yep. and you're like running an entire service to say that, like, why do we do that? Well, just because we want to train people up in, you know, kind of real world, mm. you know, it's, it's a different thing to go, you know, lead rehearsal and tell the seven people on stage what to do. It's a different thing to tell the how many people in the audience know right now mm. our congregation, you know, 200 people sitting in front of you. There's a different level of pressure there. So to be able to kind of do the whole enchilada so to speak to kind of put together in the low pressure situation then actually lead it in the high pressure situation um is you can't really you know teach that in a classroom right. or learn mm -hmm. that from a youtube video you have to kind of feel that 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 pressure and feel like you know for me it's like um am i am i really worshiping or am i thinking about what people are thinking about me or am i thinking about just all the ins and outs and technicalities of the arrangement because i want to be i want to be so well rehearsed mm -hmm. it's probably a different topic but i want to be so well rehearsed that i can just for lack of a better term let go and worship i know that's the way the band feels too yeah. um which is one of the reasons why that band leader is such a cool thing because we don't really have to worry about that as much during you know all the ins and outs of the arrangements because someone's calling them out for us so it's a balance, but to get back to the question, um, yeah, just to just to give him um, that real world, you know, he started in youth group mm -hmm. in front of what a hundred some people basically yeah. in a jam packed room. It's a different thing when you yeah. got more, you know, a bunch more people in a huge room. So just to give him that real world experience and knocked it out. Have of you led before? Like I feel like you have, like at a Sunday night, or like a song. Has he ever led anything out or just sang with us? He like, did over COVID. We did a. Yeah, moving yeah, together. Right. Remember that? Okay. Are you telling yeah. me like standing in that like worship leader up front, yeah, vocal yeah. and everything, like in front of the entire audience? Yeah. Yeah. So like Wednesday night youth group, that's that's what I'm doing. But besides that, had you done an auditorium ever? Um. Yeah. Maybe one time for the youth like, led one. night. Oh, okay. Maybe I that's think. what I'm thinking. Yeah. So yeah. So like, how was that? Like, how is this experience benefiting you? I mean, you're at college for your first year. Yeah. And now you're in a real world <laughs> position. Like, how are those two going together? I think going going to college and seeing that I'm not the only kid who's at church and musical and wanting to do this, it's like, <laughs> oh, wow, people are actually at the same like level as me, <laughs> so to speak. And it's like really humbling. Oh, yeah. Um, and it challenges me to hmm. not compare myself and kind of be who God's made me and not try hmm. to be like, oh, this guy can sing. 
a lot better than I can. He can he can play guitar a lot better than I can. But it's like God, these are my strengths, and I'm gonna use them. So whether it's finding myself vocally, which I haven't been I've been singing for since like the end of senior year of high school, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, going to school and then coming back, kind of just with that new mindset of okay, there are people out there, but. God, you've put me here, and you're, you're equipping me, and you've given me what I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, kind of bringing that mindset into it. It's like, yeah. That's a super wise thing to say, too, because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've talked about that before, too. It's just when you compare yourself, and I get caught in that trap, too, because that, that people please side of me, you know, you kind of want to be where the people approve of, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but we talked about, talk about this before, Luke, just, and, and Curtis, too, just the comparison really only gets you two places that get you to pride or get you to depression either way, yeah. <laughs> you know? So like what he said was just super wise, just God, you've made me to be a certain way and give me a certain strength. And then, and I'm not going to probably ever play keys like Luke can. You know? Right. Um, so I, I don't need to be Luke. I need to be me and vice versa. You know, it's really wise. Yeah. So easy to do in worship. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like we watch, we watch other bands. We watch even the music that we sing, you know, is put out all by other people. Mm-hmm. And so you can easily want to match that mm-hmm. in a prideful way where it's like, this must be the right way where you lose the focus of your heart and you lose the, the fact that I have to lead myself first in worship. That yeah. worship is a response in my heart first, mm-hmm. all the time, every time. And it's so easy to, to miss that. Cool. Okay. Um, next I have... So the new song. Mm. So first what I want to do is I want to play it. Mm. So we recorded it last week, just a few of the band, and then we will um, talk about it here in a minute.
Okay, so my first question is, who picked this song? Where'd it come from? <laughs> it's been around for a while. It's it, Curtis. It, yeah, it's been a song that's been on my list for a while. There's some guys on staff who have also mentioned it, the theology behind it, the melody of it. It's just, yeah, I, but it was on my radar. With It's on the newer Hillsong Worship album called Awake. That was going to be my next question was who, who sings it. So, um, but what, so what about it caused you to be like, we got to sing this? That's a good question. Um, there's something about this melody that I think is drawn out where the, they can pack the words into it. And I think Brooke, the writer of it even speaks to that is that this melody allowed for so much words. And so she talks about writing the song in a way that's like, let's actually like teach something. Let's be wordy with the song. But it doesn't feel like that when you're singing that. When you're singing that chorus, it just it's just this anthematic. Um, but they, what I loved about it is that it works from pretty much the beginning, all the way to the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. from verse one to the end. And I, there's very few songs that are like that, yeah. where you start in one place and you end in the other, and it's just this big build. And I, yeah. I love it. I thought about that this morning. I was going through the lyrics just so I could go real fine detail through them. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this is telling the whole story it in is. one song. Like, really is there is. other songs that really do that? Or Yeah, I, well, that's one of the reasons why I liked it when they brought it forward. Because I love songs like, uh, um, you know, In Christ Alone is one of those, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is, you know, a classic. And, and what's the uh, what's the, the Phil Wickham one? Living um, Hope. Living Hope Living Hope it. is another one that goes all the way through. I know Matt Papa mm-hmm. has a couple like that. Um, that's so cool. Come Behold the Wonders Mystery is one like that, where it takes mm-hmm. you from like King of Kings, you know, to, uh, from, a, from a throne of endless glory to a cradle in the dirt. You know, it takes you from Christmas mm-hmm. to the last song is uh, the church of Christ was born, you know, and mm-hmm. it won't be defeated. And, you know, it just takes you all the way through the gospel. So it's like, a, uh, you know, we've talked, Doug, you and I have talked before about um, 
like some of the rap and stuff that you, oh, sure. you love. And a huge strength of that is they can be so wordy, yes, like you yeah. said, and they can give so much good theology in a rap song where, yeah. is, is that how you say it, rap song? Yeah. <laughs> song? I don't know if there's any song going I'm a big on. rap connoisseur. No. <laughs> but the strength of that is that they can be so wordy because they can yeah. fit so much in so, mm -hmm. much, so many verses that they can give a ton of theology, which is why, like he was talking about, the arrangement, the writing of this song, allows for that where a lot of times those those drawn out melodies yeah. of some totally. congregational worship stuff doesn't allow for that so yeah speaking it of feels like we've been singing it forever mm -hmm. yeah if that makes sense by how they wrote it in the lyric we sing these lyrics in a million different other songs probably sure. uh, the truth is familiar yeah and i love that about it it will be timeless it will be christ alone you know in christ alone where it just is a which i said that about um, the Phil Wickham one too. Living Hope had that feel of just like this is going to be around for a while. Yeah, yeah. Any song that just proclaims the gospel, you know, as strong as this one or in Christ alone or something like that. I just love that because you can't, you know, there's no substitute for that. Mm -hmm. Those, yeah, those mm -hmm. like you said, anthemic songs just celebrating the gospel at the same time communicating the gospel. It's mm -hmm. it's good for, you know, believe, believers' hearts to hear the gospel over and over again. And it's obviously good for someone that doesn't believe to hear the gospel, maybe for the first time. So we love songs like that. Yeah. Yeah, so we got time. Let's go through the lyrics. Let's yeah. talk about them and tell me, like, what, what you feel about them, what stands out. Mm. So first verse, in the darkness we were waiting, without hope, without light. So this point we're talking creation, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we're at here? Till from heaven you came running, or anywhere before the birth? Is that what we're talking? Seems so we're talking me. specifically about Jesus here yeah. and him coming? Okay. Uh, so, till from heaven you came running, there was mercy in your eyes. Mm. To fulfill the law and prophets, mm. to a virgin came the word from a throne of endless glory to a cradle in the dirt. Mm. I just love how, you know, I, I'm... Christmas music is, I have kind of a weak spot for Christmas music. I just love Christmas music. And I think because of that, the the humility of Christ and the condescension, like that last line mm -hmm. for me is the one that hits from a throne of endless glory to mm -hmm. a cradle in the dirt. Like what, um, what Jesus gave up, though he didn't empty himself of any of his glory or any of his, his deity. He was fully man and fully God. But what he gave up to come and, you know... Mm -hmm walk on the dirt and, and, you know, experience all things that we experience except without sin. You know, that, that condescension is just something that hits home every time because it, it's, it's humbling to see his humility and to see what he did for me. Mm -hmm. You know, just that's, it, it, even if that, sometimes I think even if that was all he did, you know, that's a crazy thing, you know, but he went yeah. further and he gave his life, as the song talks later, but just that he would come. Uh, to, to give a ransom for us, you know, give that up. It's crazy. And that the, I feel like the song sets us that. I was thinking of yesterday on the stage, in the darkness, I, I was waiting. Like, mm -hmm. it's pre-salvation, yeah. it's pre-hope, it's it writes it in for us. It forces us to remind, like, especially for me, being saved at a really young age, that is so easy for me to forget that my position before Christ was utter darkness. You know, I was given to the worst of sin hopelessness. and hopelessness and I love that it sets that right off the bat just <laughs> not the most uplifting thing but you were in darkness don't ever right. forget that mm -hmm. yeah. but there's hope I, I would add too I, I love the line just because it brings up scripture in my mind it, 
um, Tough from Heaven, You Came Running. Mm -hmm. I, I like that part because it reminds me of the the, the prodigal son story, mm -hmm. you know, the father coming and he's, you know, ran to him and kissed him, you know, and, mm -hmm. and just that picture of God coming for us, even though we were in the, in the pig pen yeah. <laughs> of sin, of our own sin. So. And to fulfill the law and prophets is straight scripture too. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a prophecy. It wasn't just something that yeah. we got lucky and Jesus was born, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's all God's plan. Yeah. yeah. I like that you said Christmas because later we talk about resurrection and I was like, oh, this could be an Easter song. But in the beginning <laughs> I was like, this could be a Christmas song. And I'm like, you're just singing all year. <laughs> <Sing it all. laughs> yeah. all year. Exactly. Um, is there anything in here the only, like that needs to be explained? Like the only thing I had highlighted was the word word. It's capitalized. Which I'm assuming it's talking about Matthew one one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word John was God, and the Word was God. Yep. So the the Word incarnate is Jesus. So to, to a virgin came the Word. That's yeah, right. you know Jesus came. Do you feel like there's anything else in here that's not self-explanatory? Are you good to keep going? No praise. I mean, yeah, the chorus is so simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go for it. Curse. Read that. Praise the Father. Praise the Son. Praise the Spirit. Three in one. God of glory. Majesty. Praise forever to the King of Kings. It's just exaltation. It's literally, just <laughs> yeah. yeah, straight up worship. Yep. I think that's that's what I love about this song the most is just the simplicity of the chorus. Mm -hmm. It's like you you have these different like as or different like points of the gospel, different aspects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like okay, look at this beginning part. And it's like yeah, what is our response supposed to be to every single part of this? <laughs> it's like this praise. Wow, simple yeah. but so deep because you know? I mean they're unpacking the theology of the Father, the Son, the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Yeah. Like we mm -hmm. say it's simple, but that's big truth right there. Nothing deeper than the gospel, right? I think of that and the Trinity. <laughs> I think of that chorus as um, uh, if you read first part of Romans up to chapter 11, you know, he, Paul talks about the gospel, the first, like just, you know, then he gets into the ramifications of the gospel, but at the very end of chapter 11, he just like blows up with this song of praise. And that's kind of what that is for me. Like it's, you're, you're singing the gospel and then you go, well, what else can I do? We got to explode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. That's what that chorus is for me. Mm. Yeah. You're like pausing in between the story to just like worship every Yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. And this is just a style thing, but the way she writes that third line, God of glory, majesty, mm -hmm. she writes that with like a, just a head voice. Like all we can do is just kind of go to this moment. And I told Mara a million times yesterday when her voice flips into that head voice, it just makes <laughs> yeah. you, it makes me want to record it and have it as my ringtone forever because it's just, I don't know. It's just this sweet moment of like, all we can say is pure majesty. Yeah. Yeah. And is it, that where she's going like falsetto mm -hmm. or whatever? Yeah, like, it, I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is it almost sounds like you're humbling like you're becoming humble because you have to go into that voice. Like, I love you it. know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, that's what I feel. That's like. what I'm trying yeah, it's like, like super it's super soft and everything backs off and it's yeah. like mm. yeah. it's at the biggest part of the song, yeah. but yeah, Brooke's voice that's even cool. in the original recording yeah. goes up to this like head voice, which she okay, girls don't have falsetto, but for us it'd sure, be yeah. this whoop. I didn't think about it that way, Doug. That was that was good. That's good insight. Quiet and humble in the face of majesty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's yeah. all we can say is majesty. You know. Yeah, I always wondered about like that, that old song. You know, I stand, I stand in awe. You know, I had a professor in college oh, who's yeah. like, I'm not sure we're gonna be standing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's a good point. I think we're gonna be on our faces. Well, what would you do if we walked into the room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big question. Okay, so verse two, mm. to reveal the kingdom coming, and to reconcile the lost. To redeem the whole creation, you did not despise the cross. 
For even in your suffering, you saw the other side, knowing this was our salvation. Jesus, for our sake, you died. Mm-hmm. So the gospel, I mean, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. As clear as day. I think in the scripture, but for the joy set before him, he endured mm-hmm. the cross. He sees that. That's uh, good. For even in your suffering, you saw to the other side, knowing this was our salvation. Jesus, for our sake, you died. You know, looking uh, to, to know, knowing what it was. You know, knowing what it meant, looking at the joy set before him to to glorify the Father and to have us uh, reconciled to him, he he endured that. So, yeah, gospel. I have hope written down after you saw the other side, mm-hmm. and I have it like two other places. And you said it in the first verse, like this, it just feels like a. I'm thinking of like the non-believer, yeah. like if they hear this song, how how are these things, you know, reaching out to them with hope? Oh yeah, that I mean. I know for me, I mean, anyone that watches the news right now, you know, it's easy just to kind of lose hope. Like, man, what's what's going on? What's what's going to be the end of all this? You know, it's easy just to be hopeless. But as a believer, we have that we have this hope that's secure. We're hidden with Christ and God because of what He did. Um, so just yeah, there's there's hope in Christ. That's what that's why we sing these songs. I love that you have that third line to redeem the whole creation. Like there's mm-hmm. no there's no one in that that is excluded. The whole creation, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, come to Christ and confess your sins and turn to Him. You know, Re- redemption. It's beautiful. Mm. And then we get to sing the chorus again. Mm. <laughs> and then there's a verse <laughs> three. three still two verse, verse three and four are the best ones. So let's skip. <laughs> yeah, the I think we should make Luke do the falsetto. He's an intern, so. Oh, you know, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, she's so good. So the next one I have resurrection written next to or mm. Easter question mark. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the morning that you rose, all of heaven's all of heaven held its breath until mm. that stone was moved for good, for the lamb had conquered death. And the dead rose from their tombs, and the angels stood in awe, for the souls of all who'd come to the Father are restored. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There's hope again, restored. Yeah. I do, I mean, the line, all of heaven held its breath, is intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the truest thing? I don't know. But it portrays a suspense and, a, and an expectation, I think, that as a human, we understand. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, that's the one line I actually thought about this. Because, I mean, you know, we have all these conversations, you know, yes. about lyrics. Because we want lyrics mm-hmm. to make sure that they're true and accurate and everything. And that's the one thing I kind of thought about a little bit longer than everything else. Because on one hand, you can think of, like, you know, you're holding your breath. Like, and like a few weeks back when they did that SpaceX launch, you know, like, the whole time I was watching Is that launch, work? I was like, <laughs> please nothing go wrong. You know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Seriously. but I don't want to see it blow up. Like, right, right. But I think what you were saying was uh, what you're alluding to is like just the angels or, or heaven and the anticipation mm-hmm. like Good word. Yeah. this great thing is about to happen i mean you know what i mean like we've been waiting forever for this when yeah. when we're when <laughs> we're space. in the yeah when we're in the delivery room you know when our kids are being born it's like mm. you know what's happening here but it's still like i can't quite breathe this is awesome you know and i yeah. think that's that's the way i look at that lyric and and, and it kind of um i got to play electric guitar Luke put me on electric guitar and so the first half of that verse, you know, it kind of like comes down and I'm just playing this little thing, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. building it and building it. And then when it gets to the resurrection, it's just like, you know, come down and garage it up. You know what I mean? Just big, big, huge, epic, you know, music. I love, I love resurrection songs for that reason too, because yeah. you can just kind of like bring it down to, 
it's like the third verse of In Christ Alone to reference mm-hmm. that song again, you know. Uh, bursting forth in glorious day. Every time that comes around, I've I've oh, played that yeah. song seven and a half million times, you know. And From every time 11. it comes around, <laughs> every time that line comes around, it's like, oh, yeah, praise the Lord, you know, and just yeah. let it rip. So I love that part of it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the biggest thing that people need to understand in this song is is that that lyric right there, all of heaven held spread. It's like you're talking about the anticipations, mm-hmm. like, dude, the angels are like ready, they're ready to go, they're ready to be like, yeah, praise God. God's like, dude. Jesus still needs to be resurrected. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone yet. Mm-hmm. God you said, know? dude. Yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. God <laughs> said, dude. 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 But, yeah, I, I love that. That's that's sweet. So on the flip side of that, the the worry is you don't want people to think nobody knew what was going to happen. They had no faith. They had no truth it was mm-hmm. a it was a toss-up like you're making you're making clear that's not what we yeah by yeah that. that's that's and that's, that's what we've had conversations yeah. about with lots of other sure. things we won't get into but um just that get the the scripture says that god he's he's the alpha and the omega he knows the beginning from the end he's not yeah. reacting he's not surprised mm-hmm. um he's planned and yeah. everything he's planned it, even you know that's what some of the most hardest the hardest passages of scriptures are, are some of those ones where it talks about, you know, God's foreknowledge and his plan. And mm-hmm, yeah. why, why does he do the way, the, why does he do things the way he does? And at some, some point we just have to go, we're the creation. He's the creator. We're just yeah. going to submit to him and be thankful uh, that he does things the way he does because he's loving and good. So, but yeah. We could probably even touch on the last two. For the souls of all who'd come to the mm-hmm. Father are restored. In the same way, it doesn't automatically assume that all those souls are restored right there. We wouldn't say we believe that, uh, but he made a way for all souls to be restored. Mm-hmm. Correct. In yeah. that. That's where I have hope again. Exactly. Yeah. But I could see where you could read that line and, and think, oh, well, so the father restored me. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's not. Biblical. Jesus said all, all that the father gives me will come to me. Right. Mm-hmm. There's that, that aspect of God choosing and, and because he chose they come to Christ. Yes. So um, I think that's speaking to that line for the souls of all who'd come, the ones that, that God has preordained. Right. That's a hard right. doctrine to think mm-hmm. about, but the one that he's preordained and predestined. Which is why I love um, that it's in there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's thick. Yeah. It's super thick. Yeah, That's a good word. Okay, thick. so thick verse, doctrine. verse four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so verse four, the first thing I've written is Acts. Is that correct? Yeah, so we're talking yeah this we're is the Acts early now. church. This is Pentecost. This so, is... and the church of Christ was born, then the spirit lit the flame. Now the gospel, now this gospel, truth of old, shall not kneel, mm. <laughs> shall not faint. Preach. You just imagine this. <laughs> <I know. laughs> By his blood and in his name, in his freedom, I am free for the love of Jesus Christ who has resurrected me. Mm-hmm. This This might need some more explanation, right? Like if you don't know... The spirit lit the flame. Like, what is all this? Go for Where it. Are we at here? No, just go for it, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can say you know it's the it's the beginning of the church at Pentecost, mm-hmm. like like Curtis was saying. But it does talk about in in Acts. It talks about the, uh, the tongues coming upon them in the yeah. upper room as flames of fire. So they kind of little illusion there. But basically, the beginning of the church, and I I just love that line: "The gospel truth of old shall not kneel, shall not faint." Like it's. The gospel's not, you know, Jesus is not bowing his knee to anyone. The, every tongue is going to confess and every knee is going to bow to him. Mm-hmm. And just that, it's the the ancient truth of the gospel. is It's not going to bend with anything that goes on in our culture. It's not going to bend with any pushback. Ultimately, it 
it's not going to kneel. It's not going to fade away or faint. And I just, every time, you know, when Curtis sang that line yesterday, it's like, I was going to break some strings on my guitar, you know, because <laughs> I wanted to just go for it. But um, mm. I love that. It's it's timeless, and it's uh, for for all who would believe. Mm. Love that. Because of the Spirit, because the Spirit lit the flame, because the Spirit is inside of us. Like, that, I, that always hits me when that line, the Spirit, like, I just so often depend on my own strength I so often depend on it's so easy to forget that the spirit is living inside you know that that's why Jesus came <laughs> to dwell inside of us and yeah speaking of that I feel like this is the first time they use the word me is that right at the end so I feel mm. um, they do it a little earlier where they say Jesus for our sake you died but they it's just like at this point this it becomes very personal. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. for the love of Jesus Christ who has recorded me. I mean, that last one and then going to the last chorus, it's just got to be, like, epic, right? Yeah. 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 After all of that? Mm-hmm. Personalizing the gospel. Yeah. You know, just thinking about it as it applies to yourself. But but also in the context of that verse, as it applies to the church, you know, that the, the centrality of the church and God's plan and how he is using the church, he is using us, you know, to, to proclaim, you know, in the freedom of Christ you can be free. You know, it's not in all these other things that the the world is after. You know, it's it's in the blood of Christ, and and you can you can be the one that sings that line uh, I, that has resurrected me. You know, yeah. that's available to you in Christ. So that's I love it. Yeah, I remember the time I th- I think someone came forward and they had gotten saved during the music. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I this that. is a song that could do that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, well, you're, I mean, I don't know if this is who you're thinking of, but there was a guy who was a friend and he got saved during Revelation song. Mm. I can't remember. Chuck, I just remember Paul talking about it. Yeah, I don't know if that's, but yeah, he's still a friend to this day. And every time that song, it yeah, which Revelation song is one of those, another one of those songs, mm-hmm. kind of that works its way through a story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but just I, I I love the power of music to kind of um, you know Pastor Pat and Pastor Kurt and all those guys that preach, um, mm-hmm. Pastor Jason, um, do such a great job of just putting the gospel front and center. And I think like some of these songs. Uh, can be kind of the hammer, you know, yeah. that drives them home or drives it yeah, deeper yeah. anyway, you know, because it is such an emotional medium or, or vehicle to, yeah. to, to get a, a message. But a song like this, why I love it is because, yeah, I mean, the, the gospel is there and, you know, it's, it's, it's proclaiming those things. And how easy is that for, well, not easy, I don't know, but just I love the way God uses art mm. and mm-hmm. and notes and these vibrations that we put off of the stage to kind of glue things in where you can think about things and and uh and just you know meditate on yeah Mm -hmm. yeah god definitely built us that way i mean i just like finished watching hamilton and it's like even (laughs) even reading i think i was reading my bible this morning i was reading in the cadence of the way they do that whole thing i was just like everything i'm just like that's in my head but artistically that's incredible yeah like what he did and how that's where I go back to how the rhythm and the melody of the song just allows for this space to like, mm-hmm. okay, let's actually like mm-hmm. teach some heavy things and it doesn't feel weird. Because less is more sometimes. Less is, mm-hmm. less is more when we sing worship where we just need to repeat the same line over and over again. But at times we need to teach the truth. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just love that she took the, the liberty to just nail it mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, it's like a... We see, even see that in the Psalms too. I mean, exactly. The, the, there's some. I'm going through the Psalms. I do one every day, but um, just some of them are just 
short and sweet and to the point, and mm-hmm. some of them have the repetition of, oh, you know, yeah. his love endures forever, his love endures forever, mm-hmm. and you go over and over. And <laughs> some of them are, are much, much broader than that. But, yeah, that we can do that in the context of our church with, with you know, modern-day songs that other people have written is, is cool, too. Yeah, I, next, I had mu- the musicality of it. And I the first thing I noticed now, I'm not... A musician, I run the soundboard, but I don't play instruments. But I noticed right away the tempo is, says sixty-eight. Is that what we did it in? <laughs> I guess so that's, yeah, that's slow, right? Yeah. Is that slow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for such a building and epic song, but it's yeah. slow. Yeah, like that means the music, the musicality of it's good if it doesn't feel slow. <laughs> it didn't. But when I look at that, I was like, wow. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, he he he's your boy over here for that because yeah. he. Musicality? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking about? Why did, I, why or, did you t- ask everybody? Did you to do, do it in tempo 68? Is that what you did? I, I think we slowed down even more, maybe. Really? To down to like 64. Mara did ask for it. Uh, or 62. Yeah. But a dirge. Yeah. It's a dirge. <laughs> but no, it doesn't feel like a dirge. I mean, it's no, no, slow, saying. but it doesn't feel like that. So why is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the biggest thing is throughout the entire song, it has this steady, mm-hmm. just. Mm-hmm. We're chugging along, not chugging along because it's not a drag. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I hate this. No, well, like, even what you what did what you have the violin do? You had her doing some, right? Yeah, like, so, cadence yeah, on top. Yeah, so like you got the first verse, which is so quiet and it's like reflective, in the chorus, and then you come down to this verse three and verse four, and w- what we did and what their official like record does is they. They start verse three with that really quiet, and then it's for the Lamb had conquered death and the dead, and that that it's like a huge like let's okay let's start building you yeah know? like this is so exciting yeah and then and then you're talking about like you guys said Pentecost and it's like the spirit's now inside of us and it's the power of Christ that sets us free so you've got Paul jamming out <laughs> you go he's got everything just flying out of his guitar <laughs> you've got Mara singing to the top of her lungs and you've got jumping around yeah and you're talking about Brooke who's got this psycho violin playing yeah she's she was <laughs> that was crazy she yeah. was just going it? I mean she was like yeah the most I think I've ever seen her move like not body it's just like this I mean, triplet like, pattern over yeah. the lyric and it because stuff like that makes it feel not slow. Yeah. Like yeah. all of a sudden you've just got this powerful and emotion plays into yeah. it. And mm-hmm. you gotta get her a t-shirt that says psycho violin player. Psycho violin player. <laughs> that was her words, not mine. This is awesome. Okay. Were you two playing the kind of it the same sweet. riff super, at, at some point? I, I copied him a little bit yeah. just to give some atmosphere over top of it. He yeah. didn't ask me to do that, but I just I took the liberty to do that. But <laughs> I, I loved it. But yeah. I think one of the things with the tempo and stuff, how it feels a little bit more epic is there there are times when especially me and the uh, drums in particular are kind of playing these eighth note things in the build where it's not just it's not just dun 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 you know it's dun 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 right. dun, dun, dun dun and it has that kind of like pushing yeah. thing yeah. which is always fun to do when we're playing with click tracks which is for, for <laughs> people that don't know that aren't you know in that world it's uh we just have a tempo in our ears so there's a a lady in our ears that we don't know her name. Sometimes she's very loud. She yells at us. She yells. Blind. Yeah, but basically she she counts. She doesn't off. talk the whole thing though, right? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Just the beginning. Yeah. So she just says one, two, you know, one, two, three, four. And then we hear. So it's a more of a. But to let you into my world, yesterday as I'm trying to welcome people, yes, click gets started early. So I'm saying welcome to Sailorville. We're so glad that you're here. I'm trying to make you feel like a million dollars, and she's in my ears going one, two, three, and so I'm trying not to say it in rhythm. Anyways, there was one time. In rhythm, that'd be awesome. There was one time a long time ago where it was it was in rehearsal because I wouldn't do it in the service, but we had a different program that had different, and you could pick 
kind of what accent the person uh, had. Mm. And so there was like a guy that had a really <laughs> thick Hispanic accent. And it's it just, that's that's cool and everything, but uh, the band wasn't expecting wasn't ready it at for all. It. And so they kind of started laughing at the beginning. But, can yeah. you put your own voice in there? You can, yeah. yeah. It just takes a I thought you were doing that one. So I was like, we're, we did one. Surprise. Yeah. We also had weird sounds at one point where it was like a, it sounded like you were hitting a pan. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was like, we've learned a lot oh, on the technology yeah. journey. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Most of the bad ideas were mine, so that's okay. It's, that's part of it. No, it's a sweet app. I also figured out how to not make it flash. Did you notice that on no. the drum? Because it was gr- full screen. We put green, a camera like in the one, drum cage. One out of four, you know? And every other beat, the whole screen would flash green. Oh, right. Yeah. So you could see it from the live stream angle of I the drums. And I just went back and <laughs> sorry, that was so right. Good idea. I remember us talking about that. It was so distracting to me. When I'm watching the live stream, I'm watching green. Yeah. I won't mention that I was the one that turned that on. (laughs) But we never used to have... But you're thinking for the drummer. Yeah, we we never used to have have cameras. cameras. We never used to have cameras in the drums. So now I'm watching the drum angle. And and I'm like, that. I don't feel like... Really Certain like, songs, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. have to put. I'm more interested in watching the drummer go ham than yeah. I am watching the blinking. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always Which, funny when Ian gets going with his hair whipping around everywhere. How do you do with Noah Wednesday practice? He, he did incredible. great. Yeah, yeah. he did killed it. Incredible. Somebody said in the sound room, they said he's getting better. Yeah. yeah. Not that he was bad, but I mean, he, I, he's growing. There's always a progression with uh, the, the drums have never been bad at all. Mm-hmm, right, have been right. Great drummers, but um, it's when we started doing the click track stuff, mm-hmm. that's always a little bit of a learning curve for everybody. Mm-hmm, so we had is. to kind of like work that in and, and really kind of a, a few times in rehearsal really kind of suffer with it and and in services too, kind of suffer through yes. it. But that that's a that's just a growing pain in, in that in doing that. But it, the advantage is with as many players as we have, which is over. 40 at this point, you know, rotating. That's a blessing. Yeah, I mean, just not not drums. Not no, drums, no, I know. But only three drummers, four yeah, drummers. Three, dr- three drummers right now. So um, if you're a drummer. But, yeah. <laughs> Luke? A little, little bit of learning that he's having. But, yeah, that, but that click that click keeps everyone on, you know, yeah. and, and it kind of is a little bit of an artificial gelling for the band. Which actually, know, with this good. song yesterday, I feel like we actually didn't rush. Yeah. No. Hardly at all. Some songs, like... I'm trying to think of ones, but there are push and pulls. That's yeah, and that's what I was getting to with the click. Is that's that's why we have had to suffer through that sometimes, and we still have to work at it. Is when there's builds in songs like this, you, yeah. speed up. you know, yeah, the, verse four, uh, or no, verse the resurrection verse. It'd be uh, verse the three. Rose from the yeah, when when that when we're doing that build. We have to be very conscious of going. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, it is. It is. We'll, oh. we'll, we'll speed up. And even as a vocalist, you're up there just ready to yep. raise. But the you do roof have off. times where you yeah. turn that off, right? Like in the middle of a song, or uh-huh. at an ending, maybe or something. You, sometimes at an ending we do because we want to kind of keep it a little bit more loose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially not, not often. Yeah, song, songs that are going into like the uh, you know prayer before the message or even after yeah. the message. Curtis yeah. or Luke are experts at this point by just getting up there and like putting some nice atmospheric you know pad sounds and playing really sparsely with the piano it's really beautiful so um that's we don't have any click going on then they're just kind of giving some ambiance really i mean when you talk about drummers Mm -hmm. and like just getting people and seeing them get better like one thing i think about with any song and especially this song it's like less is more Mm -hmm. think about dynamics and building it to where you want people to like remember this moment Yeah. yeah Dude, people did that so well. Yeah. I feel like the band did so well of like 
okay, less, like the more you break it down into nothing, how much higher can you build that up? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. and we talk about that a lot in the band is like, mm-hmm. sometimes the most musical thing you can do is not play. Yeah. yeah. Because if, mm-hmm. you know, for example, if my, if my electric is going like full tilt the whole time, then there's no push and pull with it. It doesn't make much of a difference. Whereas if I lay out that first part of that verse three, yeah. and all of a sudden I can go dun, 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 and come in, all of a sudden it means something. Yeah. So yeah. what he's talking about is just stressing in the band, speaking music, musicality and things. Yeah. It's just dynamics. Knowing the, when the to play. The ups and the downs, the hills and the valleys. The artistry of just having Mara sing the very last tag. Right. Praise. You know, all the vocalists drop out. It's just her, really, and yeah. her guitar. Yeah. There's like the humility of that even is it just pulls down to nothing to where we say praise forever to the king of kings. Like yeah. the artistry in that is huge. Yeah. And just knowing when to mm-hmm. it's one of the suck reasons it why it's, it's such a blessing too to have you guys leading and I can just kind of lay back and play an instrument because I can think more about that mm-hmm. type of thing. Because when I'm leading... Oh, it takes an army. Yeah, I, yeah when, when I'm leading, I feel like I have to be playing all the time for whatever reason. My mind's just in that headspace, yeah. you know? But mm-hmm. back there, when you guys are leading, I can just kind of be, okay, I can lay out, and I can come in. And yeah. Just yeah, paint, paint a little bit more. I love you know? that. Yeah. Um, how about, was there any, like, with the key? What key did you sing it in? Did it matter? Ooh, that's Did it affect question. anything? B. That's, what, that's the one I actually happened to pull up, but I mean... Yeah, yep. it, we, we, choose, we choose songs... Yeah, go Based ahead. on singer. Yeah. yeah, based on whoever the leader is usually. And it's good, you know, because sometimes when I'm leading something or Curtis is leading something, maybe it can alienate some of the parts yeah. some of the ladies would like to sing in the congregation. Yeah. And so we try to balance uh-huh. it over. When Amy sings and leads, she does a great job. Mara, Danielle, you know, um, they My do wife. a great job. But they're always in, you know... For us, lower keys, you know, but for them, just perfect. My wife loves when a female leads because she's sure, like, yeah. oh, finally my sweet right. <laughs> But Mara sings low every time. You could, yeah. B is a low. She, she's, you know, and it, like you said, it, people think our voices are actually kind of similar, but really they're not. Mm-hmm. He can sing way higher than me, way higher. <laughs> sure. So a lot of times I'll go a little bit lower than him, <laughs> even though it might, it, they sound the same because we're dudes, I think. <laughs> but I Dudes again. What? Dudes again. Dudes. Because dude. <laughs> Jesus said dude. Yeah. God's dudes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask, so you've got three of you here, but we introduce a new song and we throw it to Mara. Like, how hard was that? And did you have mm. to, like, put some pride down there? Or were you just like, no way, Mara's, like, it's like one of our best singers. We're just going to hand it to her. I mean, you can crank her voice over everything and it never sounds bad. Like, yeah. So how'd you, how'd you choose that? Why you, you had the floor yeah. and you handed it off. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, you look at it and you're like, okay, the first, the original recording is literally a girl singer. Okay. So you're like, okay, that's a good incentive. But also I feel like most of us dudes are thinking this song is a really pretty song. It can sound really nice. And it's like a girl can sing a lot prettier and sound a lot better <laughs> Mm. More, more, uh, well, yeah. I felt that way singing Great Are You Lord yesterday. Like, to me, that's kind of a female led song. Maybe not. Maybe just because All Sons and Daughters sings wicked high, mm-hmm. even the guy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, are you sure you don't want Mara to lead that? So I, yeah. yeah. When, you, when you get it in your head as the recording, you think, oh. And none of you want to go yeah. falsetto. That's really what it is. <laughs> I will. I'll go for it. <laughs> I think we all have preconceived notions of what songs are supposed to sound like because of the original yep. recordings. But okay. that's what I'm yeah. One of the things that I like about you know our players, our musicians, besides just that I love them, they're awesome people. But, but uh, 
just the fact that people aren't really afraid to, they don't feel like we need to do it exactly the same as the recording. You know, I think that's what some, some people try to do. They try to like just carbon copy the recording. And sometimes that can cut out a little bit of the personality of the church and the players to me. Mm -hmm. So I like that, you know, we can tweak the parts a little bit and we can play them how we would play them. And even maybe, you know, it sounds like almost a different genre sometimes of music sometimes when we do stuff like that. But I love the flexibility of our players that they can do that and have fun with it. You know, we have a lot of fun. I have heard stuff out. I have heard people say that before, like say has its sound, even though we're singing all these different artists and songs. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. Put your own stamp on it. But to go behind the practicality of it, like whoever is leading that week, we will if we do a new song, we'll send it out like Luke did to Mara, and he will send her a text and be like, hey, this is what right. we're singing. Here's a video of it. <clears throat> and, and Find a key that's comfortable for you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes I'll send a, a text like to one of the ladies and say, hey, what, uh, what key do you want to sing this in? And more than a few times they get back to me and they go, they're singing the song, you know, oh, this, yeah, well, this works, you know, yeah. oh, they sing cool. the song in like the, voice the recording, and then I just pull out the guitar and find it, okay, and pull the charts for the band and everything, <laughs> so it's... Because not everybody has a piano at home, to, right. or a guitar, or, right, right, right. I know some of them have have sung, like, from their desks at work, you know, <laughs> like, they're singing that's from awesome. work, like, here's the key that's, that works for me, so, yeah, appreciate them. Okay, so before we wrap it up, do we have any sneak peeks of the next songs? Got any in the... In the Kitty, is that what you call it? Oh my. We've got a few we've That's been talking about. That's a hard about. question. Yeah. We, Still we get debating? A, we got a few we've been talking about debating through. Yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head. I, we always have, I, I always have a list. I will always, mm-hmm. like, I just have a, mm-hmm. a running, <clears throat> and this kid is super into it. We were just talking last night about how we can waste hours on mm-hmm. Spotify yeah. just going through new music, New Music Friday, like... Friday is the CCM relate, release day uh, um, throughout the week. And so Saturday mornings, oftentimes I'll just like spend tons of time rolling through. But mm-hmm. I don't know. What are we nothing, what are we thinking about? Right now? Yeah. I can't think of. We uh, talked about fast songs Yeah. recently, how openers are hard to find. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've seen the same. Like if you guys think about it, listening to this, you could probably name on the your one hand <laughs> so of the songs yeah. that we start yeah. we start our services with you know the yeah. setting the table yeah. of the big dance yeah. happy sounding fun <laughs> ones like welcome and, but stuff. Yeah. it's not that they're not I mean, out they're, they're not a lot right, out there right. yeah. yeah there's not a ton out there that is good and easy to play and, and i think we're we tend to be more naturally but i know pastor our senior pastor pastor pat is definitely to like the bigger epic songs oh, yeah. you know like mm. yes like he, he considers i think he considers fast songs to be like this kind 68 of song. bpm songs that just get <laughs> huge and you just want to like raise your hands and go for it you know which is cool but we we have a kind of a natural bent towards that anyway but you're right that the the faster songs tend to be a little bit more few and far between as the things that we really want to do but we know we need those too, but uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I mean, there's been some. The elevation came out with a new album, and there's a couple of good ones on there that I think could be a good fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. for our church. Um, you got to look at a lot of pieces, though. I mean, obviously the theology. We can't mm-hmm. have that messed up. Yeah, and is it singable? I mean, yep. you might like to listen to it on the radio, but can we? Is it got a crazy range? I mean, yeah, you're looking at all kinds of stuff, right? Can our musicians pull it off? Do we have that? 
instrument. I mean, like we have a violin that, yeah. that lets us do things that maybe we, other places couldn't. That, that has stopped us before a couple times. I think for me personally, on a couple songs, is the is the range thing. You know, because there's like some killer Shane and Shane songs that I'd love to do, but those guys sing oh. in, sing in the key of H all the time. Yeah, I barely album. get that joke, but they're, <laughs> they're they're up there and incredible, incredible, but. The, the from the lows to the highs sometimes it's tough to kind of invite a congregation into that mm-hmm. um you know comfortable uh. without people losing their voices so um but yeah there's there's some good stuff you mentioned some of the elevation stuff which there's there's some good stuff we the kingdom was one that we, we just stole from them sing wherever i go i think was one of the ones we've talked about doing yeah Faithful but for now. god so loved for god so loved was we did, the we new just, one. yeah john three sixteen in song <laughs> yeah, form that's you know? cool yeah. yeah it was great there's a song called Faithful Now. Which but Shane and Shane just came out with the vintage album on Friday. And it's like throwback. Like, I could sing of your love forever. Like, knowing you. Awesome God. And I was just listening to it. And I was like, ah. There's <laughs> yeah. something about old. And I know it just takes you back. to yeah. Like, you can remember the first places you sang these songs. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm. youth group. and But they're singing in like a whole other dimension. <laughs> like, I could never hit those notes. That's okay. the power. That's the power of the Shanes too. Is they they can, <laughs> they can take the songs that you know. If if I did them, I'd be like, oh, that's a throwback, you know. But if they do, it's like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I know they're so amazing, you well, know. Yeah, but but you're right. They do evoke like singing for me, like singing those at camp, you know, Camp Patmos in in Ohio or something like that. You know, I, it evokes those things. Oh, yeah. just worshiping back then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we love to do, and um, we try to we try to put things in. Yeah, once a month, every few weeks, or something like that, just to keep things fresh. And people have probably noticed there are some songs that have been retired too that yeah. uh, we've sung for a long time. And um, it, but it's also fun to bring those back sometimes as mm-hmm. kind of yeah, little throwbacks, you know. Yeah, yeah I think so. this guy's been good for us because I'm young, but he's younger even, and so has not young. <laughs> young, younger, young, younger, youngest. Yes, youngest. There you go. So he's bringing things to the table even that. I don't know about mm-hmm. in terms of songs and what's mm-hmm. out there and what's really why we have you here. What his generation, <laughs> what Cedarville, Get I mean, input. heart song, what, you know, he's in it. Yeah. For I'll tell real. You, yeah. And like one thing I think about is like you can always bring in new songs, but one thing that I think is even more powerful sometimes is like making a mashup. Mm. You know, like doing stuff like Curtis that. Curtis loves that. He's good at that too. Yeah. Like yeah. at Cedarville, they do that all the time. Like King of Kings with What a Beautiful Name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that bridge or that chorus, like, dude. Yeah, that'd be killer. Yeah, so like, Jesus put it all that, that end chorus. We're like making another version of the song back in the lyrics. I did that by yeah. mistake one time in a service. <laughs> I remember that. Do you remember Wait, that? What? Yeah. yeah, we were singing. Uh, what were we singing? You totally switched in the middle of the song. What were we singing? I don't remember. Oh, it, we had sung "Lord, I Need You," right? <laughs> and then we were singing. Um, oh, what is the "Through the Storm"? Lord, He is Lord, Lord of All. Cornerstone. Cornerstone. We're singing Cornerstone. Oh no. Same key. And so we're like building up in Cornerstone. Do you remember this? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're building up in Cornerstone, like to go to the big chorus, and I totally launched in Lord, to, to Lord I Need You. And didn't everyone follow you? The band? Yeah, some people oh, yeah. Me everybody after knows. Service. Like, everybody that was great. knows those. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> oh my god. It was completely. Well, yesterday with the lyric freeze, you always are like, "What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> like, as soon as I saw the searching for HDMI, I'm like, "It's not coming back anytime soon." Even though it did. Props to the tech team. Yeah. It always comes. It came back. Props to the tech team for fixing something we broke. No, we, no, we do. We do have to give it up to the tech team yeah. because you know, 
I say this all the time. Is yes. that the only time people notice the tech team is when something goes wrong. Yep. Because they're all turning around going, what are you guys doing? Crap. But when everything goes right, no one notices. So props to the tech That's team. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Super good. Yeah. But if you're ever, if you out there and you're at Sailorville and you look up on the stage and the worship leader is kind of going, Doug's probably in his ear going, Mayday, Mayday. Something yeah. <laughs> I need you to add like, the click track is too loud. Just like chill and talk to the audience. And yesterday yeah. I was like, make the most of it, people, because yeah. I didn't think it was coming back for the rest <laughs> of the set. It probably feels like forever, but it really wasn't that long. Because yeah. I no. watched it back later and it was like. It was great. You killed it. Yeah. We just. Literally. <laughs> literally. I literally <laughs> held the power button until it shut off, and that takes five seconds. We appreciate what you guys five do. seconds ever. <laughs> you guys sweat it out sometimes to make it go, so we appreciate what you guys do for sure. Yeah, that's worth it. All right, well, we're about to an hour, so we should probably wrap it up. Wow. Woof. See, we, we can talk. Good conversation, guys. Yeah. I could talk Thank about you. worship anytime. Yeah. Well, when we have yeah. another uh, new song, let's. Deep dive into it and we'll let the church know when we're going to transition to screamo and <laughs> hard metal no. <laughs> we want more theology so we're going to rap rap yeah, yeah. There, you <laughs> go. there you go Doug's new spot on the team no, no. <laughs> I'll stay in the back you can though just so everybody knows he can rap he can it's speaking give, of give rap I'm going to wrap it up oh, oh, dad joke yes yeah. dad joke alright thanks for listening everybody thanks, see you guys. next week <laughs>